Hello and welcome to another episode of Women Talk About Horror. I'm your host, Kitty, and today I'm going to be talking about Gideon the Ninth by Tamsin Mirror. I was originally going to talk about a different book today, but then two of my co-workers, Carlin and Cor, recommended Gideon the Ninth to me, and since reading it, it's kind of all I want to talk about, and I blame them for it because I cannot get this book out of my head. Gideon the Ninth is Murr's debut novel, and it is the first in her Locked Tomb trilogy. Harrow the Ninth has already come out, and the last book, Electa the Ninth, is planned to come out next year in 2020. Gideon the Ninth is about Gideon Nav, who lives in the Ninth House, which is on this planet in this kind of galactic empire. When we first meet Gideon, she is packing up all her things to try to escape from the Ninth House. She has a plan, and she's waiting for a shuttle that will hopefully take her away so she can go fight in the cohort, which is what they call their army. The Ninth House is kind of this cult that has grown up around the Locked Tomb. The whole point of the Ninth House is to make sure that the tomb is never opened because in the tomb is supposedly the greatest enemy of the emperor. We don't really know what's in there. All we know is that it needs to stay closed. Gideon's escape is unfortunately interrupted by Harrowhark, who is the reverend daughter and kind of the leader of the ninth house and this cult. Harrowhark has been called by the emperor to the first house to hopefully become a lictor, and she needs Gideon's help for that. All of the nine houses have kind of this like lead necromancer, and this lead necromancer has kind of a knight who protects them that they call a cavalier. Unfortunately, on the ninth house, there aren't a lot of options for people to be Harrow's cavalier. The ninth house is kind of dying for reasons that we don't really understand. Everyone is a little bit older. Um... Harrow and Gideon are really the only two younger people in this house. So Harrow needs Gideon to kind of fill in this position of Cavalier. It's not really a position that Gideon's ever been trained for. She has to spend the time up until they leave for the first house, kind of quickly learning the right type of sword play to become a Cavalier. Gideon has a large two-hander sword that she's very fond of, but cavaliers exclusively use rapiers, so she has to learn a whole new style of swordplay. They arrive to the first house and and stay in kind of an old, decrepit mansion called Canaan House, and they are told they need to solve the mysteries and puzzles of this house that will lead them on the path to become a lictor. At first, it's not really explained what a lictor is. It's kind of a advisor to the emperor. So it's a very prestigious position. And Hera was hoping that if she can become a lictor, she will be able to find a way of saving the ninth house. While they are in Canaan house, they meet the necromancers and the cavaliers from the other houses. Mer writes really great side characters. Every character is very interesting and fully rounded in their own character. There are so many different kind of personalities and very kind of fun mix when they all get together. 
Unfortunately, while they are trying to figure out the mysteries of becoming a lictor, some of the necromancers and cavaliers start being murdered. So not only are they in this kind of competition of who can figure out how to become a lictor first, they also have this murder mystery that they need to solve. So Gideon and Harrow find themselves working with members of the other houses so that they don't become the next murder mystery. I really love this book. It really hit everything that I personally love in a book. It had a lot of the kind of gothic notes that I like um, with the horror. It had kind of fantasy and sci-fi mixed, and it had a lot of humor, which I wasn't really expecting. Mare had a great way of writing humor into the story, and some of the jokes were maybe kind of a little silly, but I really enjoyed them. And I liked that it had that humor element because some of the things that happened were kind of heavy and the humor kind of helped you kind of stay in the story, even when these bad things were happening. One of the kind of trivia little notes that I liked about the story is that Mirror actually spoke with an actual fencer on how to realistically write the sword fighting scenes in the book. Which is a nice little detail that I think a lot of authors may have not gone to, but I really appreciate that she did what she could to make the fight scenes and the duel scenes what they were, and they were really well written. So another interesting thing is on the book cover, it has a quote from Charles Strauss that says, lesbian necromancers explore a haunted gothic palace in space. And that's a fairly good description of the book. That's how I've seen it described a lot of times. That's kind of how I've described it to my friends. So I want to read the book, but there is one thing. Technically only one of them is a necromancer. Um, Harrow's a necromancer. Gideon is very much not. She's more a knight um, being the cavalier, but honestly, that's a very great description of the book. So one thing about this book that I do want to point out is you are not going to fully understand what is going on at first. I was a little confused when it started because it kind of really does throw you right into this world without any kind of background or build up to it. But it ends up being okay because honestly, Gideon doesn't really know what's going on either. And so you get to kind of discover and learn things along with Gideon. Um, Sometimes Gideon's not the most observant, and that's okay because she gets there eventually. Honestly, I think this is probably one of the most unique books that I've read in a long time. I think the world that Tamsin Mara's created is amazing. I've already read the second book, Harrow the Ninth, which I also loved and I will talk about in a later review. I love this book. I highly recommend it. I actually listened to the audiobook, which was narrated by Moira Kirk, who did a great job. I listened to it. It's a 16-hour audiobook, and it just flew by. Like, it felt like no time went by at all while I was listening to this book. I'm probably going to actually read, like, a physical copy of the book, um, because the first time you read it, you definitely miss a lot of the clues 
about what's really going on because, like I said, you don't know what's going on. Reading it a second time, I have been told you pick up a lot of the clues that come into play in later in the story. So I'm looking forward to that on reread. If you've read the book, if you like it, if you don't like it, let me know. Um, give me your thoughts. I definitely, like I've said, I'd recommend it to everyone, especially if you like kind of fantasy sci-fi elements. So that is my review of Gideon the Ninth. I hope I've encouraged you to check it out. Um, and I will see you next episode. Bye. Women Talk About Horror is produced and edited by Christina Paz. Music by Fesslian Studios. Please follow us at Women Talk About Horror on Instagram. Please join us in two weeks for our next episode.